Welcome to this bonus DeejCast. This is actually a audio version of a live cast that we had done earlier in the week, but it was so good with Tom Nixon from Ready to Speak, speaking about how businesses are dealing with this coronavirus and how to change their business and presentations that I had to make it available to you, my valued listener. You're going to really enjoy this. Go get them today. When Tony Robbins woke up this morning, he didn't grab a coffee. He listened to the Sales Energizer. The Sales Energizer, Dan Jordan. You might as well just give it all you got. The problem with doing these podcasts alone is like only I get to laugh at my jokes. <laughs> and now. Please welcome the sales energizer, Dan Jordan. You're going to have to get comfortable in front of the camera. And especially now with this, I hear there's some sort of beer disease going on. I'm not listening to the news, but this whole uh, Corona thing that people are putzing around with. Now, especially the people that are, that are comfortable in front of a camera have a monstrous advantage over everyone else. We have a guest today. We do. We that do. I have to bring on let's, now this. Let's this introduce guy, our guest. This guy is an expert uh, and he especially uh, important today uh, with the with this Corona thing going on that we're yes. going to talk about. And, and here's the challenge. The challenge is I am excessively optimistic. Uh, it's just it's a character flaw. I know. And so what I do is I find people that can counterbalance me. And so I have a great friend who does that, uh, who's going to tell all the things that I do wrong and keep me in my place. And so please help me welcome my friend, Mr. Tom Nixon, probably the finest speaker coach on the planet. As mediocre as you think I am. I was even worse before Tom Nixon got a hold of me. Well, it was a hopeless cause working with you, Dan. I, I just gave up and, and let, <laughs> let you do your thing because there was no stopping you. You were a a, a force uh, of nature. Yes, yes. So now Tom Nixon, uh, the reason why I had this is a, a special important thing um, and, and because he has uh, the secret sauce. That's going to help speakers. What he does is he trains uh, speakers how to give like TED style speeches. And yeah. he also works mainly with uh, with corporations, names that we can't say right now, with CEOs of these corporations when they have to do these big meetings. And uh, there's a challenge going on in the speaker world and in the business world that people are afraid to get these groups together. And so Tom Nixon to the rescue has the answer. So talk to us, Big T. I have an answer. And, you know, I'm not afraid to mention those names. There's Bob, there's uh, uh, Lula Bell, there's Susie, oh, yeah, Lou. And, and, and there's Jim Bob. So oh, I, okay. Those are, and they're the big guys. So I've worked yes. with all of them. I think for years and years and years in the speaking business, uh, I have heard other speakers and other gurus tell everybody, you got to diversify. You got to get different streams of income. You've got to do uh, other ways of getting income into your business. This is for professional speakers mostly. And uh, they would one of the things they would talk about is getting your material online, getting it uh, 
so that it was available to be delivered evergreen 24-7, whatever that is. And most speakers, like myself, we got in this business because we love to be in front of a live group of people talking to real people, making connection, making eye contact. And That's doing right. Yeah. So um, a lot of us just ignored that advice and said, nah, you know what? Nah, it's not. Well, guess what? <laughs> Those rooms that were filled with 100 people waiting to hear your precious words, they aren't there anymore. And it's going to be a while, at least maybe a long while before they come back. You know, with airlines talking about planes being 60 and 70 and 80 percent empty and uh, them, they're can they just canceled the NCAA March Madness. I mean, that's madness. That's yeah, madness. It is. So um, we've got a situation here and this is the time. Now is the time, not just for professional speakers, uh, which I've worked a lot with, but for business leaders to say, we have sales presentation. We have a sales team. We've got to get this, our message out to the world. We've got to talk to people, tell them uh, all about uh, how we can solve their problems. And uh, we can't do it in front of them anymore. They don't want us in their business because they're they're either working from home or they're afraid or whatever. So over the years, I've worked with a lot of speakers and helped them develop both their in-person and their online material. And there's some differences. There's some subtle differences. And there's some major differences. Right. We can talk about that if you want. But um, well, here's the thing. If you want problems, uh, we, we could figure that out. You, all you got to do with, the, by the way, if you want to fix it, I, I've actually cured the fear problem with coronavirus. It's really simple. Just shut off the news. You just don't have to hear the news. Like today, I didn't hear something until my son just called me earlier. I don't know what the heck's going on. And you know what I did? I went about my business. Uh, I got a pizza at my friend's house. I came home. I'm here. I'm doing this. Everything's fine. In your world, if you just look around your little world, shut off the news today. And uh, so tell me where I'm wrong, Tom Nixon. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to, I've got my Superman okay, shirt on. Okay. So DJ, right. you're going to go call on a, you're going to co call on a business and yes. they're going to have a, a sign taped to the uh, front door. It says, um, we are, uh, not working from this location until the crisis is over. Excellent. Okay. Perfect. Cause that's what people that are watching today and people that are listening and mm -hmm. entrepreneurs and salespeople and business leaders and speakers who are self-employed know every day. Oh my gosh, there's an obstacle in my way. How do I go ahead and fix exactly. it? How do exactly. I overcome this? How can I make this uh, turn this into a benefit instead of a uh, a liability? An and opportunity. An opportunity. And Big time. just one example, and then you can give yours because I'm on a roll. Uh, I was, uh, I, I went to see a, a, a client the other day and, uh, this guy, uh, does stuff with metal. He bends metal and he makes like handles for like carts and things like that. That's just one of the things he makes. And so a company that buys these handles from him generally orders about a hundred a month or a hundred every time they order. So he comes in on Monday and the company was Clorox. Apparently they're making a lot of carts that they need these handles for. So he got an order for 9,000 of these things. So, yes, coronavirus and in your industry and in a certain space that you are right now, there's a challenge. Overcome it. Find the people, find the customers, find the people that are benefiting from this and see what you could sell to them. Let me tell you, the insurance world right now, who's not going to have a, you know, a, you know, a corona policy for crying out loud? It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> okay. All right. And speakers, speakers can do something amazing as well. Why don't you mm-hmm. tell us what it is? I'd like to, I, actually, I think it's more important to talk about what a, a normal business can do because speakers, I think they're toast, to be honest with you, okay. um, at least wow. for the next six months or so. Uh, if they can um, uh, convince their uh, associations and their meeting planners that they've got something valuable to deliver online, uh, they mm-hmm. might be able to find work. But I think it's more important that businesses think about this because it is an accepted practice for a business to deliver a sales presentation online. That is not an unusual thing. It's not done as often as it maybe should be done. And it's going to be done a lot more because there's the opportunity is not there to deliver in person. So you can deliver the same old garbage that everybody does, the same old lousy slides and blah, 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 and just stand there and, 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 and talk into a, 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 your laptop and bore the tears out of people, or you can elevate what you're doing to a professional yes. level and turn it yes. into something that, that showcases you as a true professional. You have taken the time to put together a presentation that really connects with and, and offers solutions to a client. So, um, Tom, do you think, do you think the, that, that industry has fallen asleep at the wheel a little bit? And this is kind of a shock industry? for them, the which speaking industry, industry the, the speaking. Uh, industry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and well, you know, I know a lot of these people and they're, a lot of them are my friends. A lot of them are, are people that I just love to be with and everything. We're a naive bunch. We just want to get on a okay. stage and give our brilliance to the world and let people mm-hmm. see how how amazing I can be in delivering my message to you and changing your life. We, we want to cause great things to happen. And we're not business people. And um uh, the people that I know in the, in the speaking business that are business people that treat it like a business, they survive. They do well. People because they adapt and overcome, just right. like you said. Right. right. But, they, but the people that, that, that look at speaking as, I just love this, I've got a message, I've got to give this to the world. We're very naive. And I, I put myself in that category to a certain extent. I, I, I work with non-speakers as well, but I understand how this, this happens. It, it, yeah. uh you don't you, you you go after the things that turned you on in this business. All right. So what should they do? What should they do? What give should me, they a, do? Give me okay. a solution for crying out. I mean, you you're ripping my soul out. This is what salespeople do, by the way. You know, you find the pain, find the. I got my partner in sales arbiter, Crispin Cruz, who's unbelievable. You know, I, I talk about finding the pain. Had him on last week. Yeah. So Chris will go to somebody, and and just when you think you're done, when the guy's in enough pain, he goes a little deeper. So you know if. Uh, if uh, you don't do this and you won't succeed, uh, what could happen? Oh, I, you know, I might lose my job. And so you would think you'd be done there. He goes, and how would that affect your family? <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, he, and, he, and he keeps going away. He's like, oh, I don't know. That's dark. I might so lose my, you know, I might so what, time in, what time in the middle of the night do you wake up? Yeah, I know. <laughs> dig in deep. So you've given us, you've given every speaker out there or any uh, salesperson out there that's going to no go hope. enough. Yeah, no hope. You're, no, no. you're like, thank you. I'm the optimist. You're Mr. Hopeless. And yeah. so now we have to so give them a my, solution. My question to your audience is how many tums do you take in the middle of the night? That's what I want to know. Because Correct. that's a that's a measure of how the anxiety is. Okay, so here's what you do. <clears throat> Excuse me. You get good at online presentations. And there are specific things you can do. Is, um, is coughing into your mic one of them? Just a question. Yes, it definitely okay, is. That was, okay. uh, there's, I don't have much of an option, though. I don't know where else to cough. <laughs> so get good at online presentation. Here's the, there's two 
huge differences between in-person and online. The first is your biggest tool in a presentation, your most powerful thing is removed when you're online. It's your presence. It's your, it's your charisma. It's your ability to connect. 75, 90% of that is gone because now you're a little tiny picture down in the lower corner of the screen and your slides are doing all the heavy, all the heavy lifting. So you've got to compensate for that. You've got to realize that, that you're taking a big hit there. So you've got to do some things to, uh, to, to make up for that. That's number one. Number two, your audience is in and out. They're, they may miss your opening message. They miss your big story that you started with it, that, that just makes, brings everybody to tears. Um, they may miss the theme that you're delivering. Uh, they miss, they miss points two and six. And uh, they're, they're, yeah, they're, either, they're either playing with their phone or they're running up to get a cup of coffee or they're sitting there in their underwear. Who knows what's going on? You have to do specific things to keep your message moving, to keep it engaging to ask them questions, to have, ask chat questions, to ask them to give you comments, to talk to you, to tell you where they're from and what their name is, and all sorts of, there's all sorts of little tiny tricks to try and keep them engaged. I have a question, though. What are the things you do? You say you're a little head in the corner, and you say you have to do some things to, to uh, generate excitement and have your presence there. What mm -hmm. are some of those things? Well, there's some things you don't do. One of the first things is you've got to take these big gestures you have and bring them down. So if you're going to use gestures, they fit within the screen you're using. Um, but at the same time, you don't want to end up being this dead talking head that's just sitting there going, blah, blah, blah. So you have to amp up your energy. You have to amp up your facial gestures a little bit, maybe a little bit of your physical gestures, the, the dynamics of your voice, get them, uh, show some excitement. Um, mm. Dan, you, one of the things you've taught me a long time ago is when you're doing a, a phone call, Stand up because it it, yeah. it it shows that you have energy. It shows that you're engaged. So maybe standing up during a presentation or doing the equivalent of generating internal energy so that you your audience feels that you're you're enthusiastic about what you're talking about, not just reading off a script, which most people do. Uh, that's one thing. Uh, another thing is to keep keep things moving, keep engagement going along, keep talking. Uh, you want them to feel like if they're going to get up and go get a cup of coffee, they're going to miss a bunch of important stuff. So uh, make sure you are um, uh, giving them good content and, and keep it moving. Those long stories that you love to tell from the stage, and this is more for professional speakers, but they love long stories with big yeah. pauses. You know what we call big pauses online? What? Dead air. Ah. You want to avoid that. Not Pauses are okay. The big pauses, the that's a killer. What can people do right now? Okay, this is this is uh, you know this stuff takes time, but you know tomorrow morning they're going to wake up and mm. they're in the midst of a uh, uh, Corona land. What right. should they do tomorrow? I have the answer, but I'm going to ask you. If I, if they have to do a presentation tomorrow morning, I would not mess around too much with what they've got. I would try to reduce the big stories. If you've got big examples and big stories, I would try to keep your, your presentation moving, knowing uh, that your audience is going to be in and out, maybe constantly reintroduce your theme or your goal or your sales goal or whatever that is. Record what you're doing and watch it. 
Great point. Yeah. What you're doing yeah. and, and, and analyze it, do a debrief, do a, 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 an after-action report, whatever you want to call that afterwards, and think about some of the things that I can talk to you about to do a little bit more long-term over the next couple of weeks in terms of creating a presentation that will resonate more with your, uh, with your audience. Tom, would you suggest as well, when you record it, to show it to someone you, you trust that could give you constructive criticism and, and feedback yeah. as well? Or? Yeah. Um, okay. Bear in mind, though, that, um, if, that a lot of people don't understand exactly what you're doing, exactly what you're going for. So you take, those, right. you take that feedback with a grain of salt. If you're working with an experienced coach, working with somebody that really understands where you're going and what you're doing, then you're mm-hmm. going to get good feedback. If you're asking your spouse or your family members, they're going to go, did you realize that your shirt was out of their collar was yeah. unbuttoned? Or did you realize that your hair was out? You know, and, uh-huh. and they're going to pick out things that were inconsequential. Um, I thought you were, uh, were you, you had uh, shaved your beard or whatever. So um, you have to, you have to weigh that all. You have to right. think, think of how that all, you know, think of who it comes from. Think, say, thank you very much. I appreciate your comments, but you're obviously out of your mind. <laughs> I never could grow a beard. Um, I've always wanted to grow a beard. I've never could grow a beard. Like well, it never know, it's, filled it's, in. It's, it's a hormonal then, thing, Dan, yeah, and obviously I, I, you're challenged I, in that I, regard. I can't, always wanted to, <laughs> but it's I've never gotten past the thing. Here's the thing. Here's when the you're thing. Giving, when you're giving presentations, if you're giving a presentation now, uh, you uh, actually this happened. I was giving. I was talking to a, a group of people at a prison. It's a different story. Don't worry, Chris. Uh, I was talking to people <laughs> at, a, at a prison and one of the guys asked me a question and it's a real question. Uh, I want to go out and get a job. I'm in a halfway house. You know, I got tattoos all over the place. I got holes in my ears that you could, you know, a, a cable can go through and they're huge. And, you know, I got to go there and eventually I'm going to have to tell them I'm a felon. Uh, you know, how do I do this? How do I approach these people? And I told this person who was a nice guy, Justin, if you're watching Justin, which I know you're not, uh, I told him, own it, own the problem. Just yeah. understand you're a felon. Go out there and tell right now we got this Corona thing, baby, you know, own it. don't be scared. Even the way you're talking, Tom Nixon, I hear, you know, almost a bit of fear or trepidation. Uh, maybe you could try this. Uh, maybe just dive in, dive in with, with, with both arms and both feet. Oh, I used to have this great uh, clothes that I, let's dip our toes in together. Yeah, I don't know what I'm thinking. That was when I was a stockbroker. Anyway, the point is, you got to own the whole idea that you are, this is a Corona thing, and you are the Corona salesman. I had uh, two calls yesterday. I made two awesome sales yesterday because I told them, man, nobody's working right now. No salesman's out right now. Your company, Mr. Business Owner, right now needs to be out there prospecting like a lunatic because there's literally no competition. And not it's two things that happen. When people are, are fearful of something, they just by nature withdraw. They get you know smaller like this and they get worried and they're scared. And they shrink and they do this. And then when the whole uh, episode ends and eventually it's going to end. Uh, we don't know when, but eventually it's going to end. It's going to, and then at that point, all these little shriveled up people are going to have to start, you know, fighting. The first step is always the hardest, and they've got no momentum. The other people who have 
understandably probably being turned down a thousand times in the meantime of doing this whole thing. But man, they got power. They got momentum. They're rolling down the street. And so when all these other people start failing, baby, you got nothing but success. So this is what I'm telling these two people. I go, the time to start. One guy wanted to start. We should start in April. I said, man, we need to start tomorrow. That's when we get started and to take advantage over your competition. This is no time to shrivel up. This is no time to shrink. This is the time to be a contrarian. This is the time to prospect like you've never done before. You do that and you'll, when everybody else tries to make it back into the industry, you'll be so dominant that they'll just sell their business to you for pennies on the dollar. I'm out of breath uh now. So yeah, DJ, DJ, wow. I want you to stop holding back and tell us how you really feel about that. Yeah, yeah, please. We've got a question from Tim. Do you guys have any favorite online tools, Zoom, StreamYard, et cetera, to give online pitches and presentations? Chris, I don't know. You probably know more about the technology of this than I do. Uh, Zoom is the current favorite of everybody. It's so easy to use. It's you can you can get a free version that's that you that most people can use for small meetings, uh, small short meetings. Even the paid version is very inexpensive. It works like a right. charm. It uh, it records beautifully. Uh, okay. I, I love it. Um, but I'm sure there's other things out there that people can use. I think when you talked earlier, Tom, about there's that presence that you have and there's just you can't really replicate it. You could try to do it. And, you, and the one way to do it uh, from an online perspective and, and replicate that would be uh, interactivity. And so Zoom for me, um, you're right, it works. Send a link and you're in. Everybody kind of knows how to use it. It's it's professional, it's clean, audio wise, not fantastic, but neither right. are, neither are, you know, the other options aren't necessarily fantastic either uh, in terms of you're not going to get professional audio quality like you are recording on a microphone in a studio. Mm-hmm. Um for sure. But Zoom um, Zoom does not have the interactivity. The show you're, we're all seeing um, today is interactive and, and uh, much more engaging and it has more energy mm-hmm. because you're able to, uh, to do, uh, it's more of a show, whereas Zoom, you don't have that um, ability for sure. And so it's, you know, when someone were to ask a question like Tim is here, in Zoom, you just basically have to pull up a chat and read it. And mm-hmm. then if you have a guest, you're reading it for the guest. And there, and it's just not, it's not as seamless as, you know, people that may be just sort of casually looking at it. It's a little more impactful. It draws people in. They're a little less apt right. to pick up a device. And so StreamYard, I feel like, is uh, is definitely moving um, in, a, in an upward direction. And Zoom seems to be what everyone's using and maybe not necessarily sleep at the wheel, but would have to start incorporating a lot more of these um, these things that the StreamYard is. I I think, um, and and I I don't disagree with you at all. I think the key here is to jump in, like Dan was talking about, jump in, start doing it, start putting your yes. stuff online, even if it's lousy. Uh, everybody starts lousy. Everybody starts with their with their lousy presentation, their crappy slides, and their in their yeah. boring talking head. That's why it's important <laughs> to get something that you look at and you watch, you you record, you watch, and you uh, debrief yourself. You you measure it against what you where you want to go, and you'll get better. Um, I tell a story about the the online course that I've created. Uh, before I did that, I was a very good speaker. I, I I spoke very well on stage. I was very confident. I created great presentations, and I coached people a lot. 
the online thing was a new thing for me. So I created a video course. And as soon as I got in and I jumped in, I realized I needed to get better at shooting video of myself, my talking head, my in my studio type videos. It took me, well, there's about 50 videos on my course. It took me about 300 times, 300 videos before I got to the point where I felt like wow. I was creating something that was quality. The first 150, oh my God, they were horrible. I saw all the bad things I did, the bad habits. But here's a couple of things that I learned along the way. I learned how to become natural, how to not worry about the things that I couldn't correct, how to be me on a camera. Instead of worrying about being perfect and having a uh, uh, sitting up straight and talking exactly the right way and stuff like that, have a conversation. And that yeah. takes time. And that's why I say record it, get, get online, start doing it, record it, look at it. As you progress, you will get better and better and more casual, more conversational. You'll be more real. And your audience is going to love how real you're going to be. Yeah, and I think that goes as well, not just from a professional speaking aspect, but but Dan, you spoke about a video interview. So if you, you that kind of thing, you have to, if you are looking for work, video interviews are absolutely multiple components of the process, especially mm -hmm. for larger companies. You're going to have to do multiple video interviews, and if you're not used to seeing yourself on camera and critiquing yourself on camera and getting used to that whole aspect, you're you make it pass by, and not and somebody else yeah. who's more comfortable with it gets the job. But you guys are missing the main thing. You got to get good at selling on the camera. You got to get good at getting them to buy on the camera. I mean, <laughs> give me a, a, a you know, shady, a, you know, focus, unfocused thing that sells over this thing is, is you know, the most important thing. By no, the way, where, where can, you don't agree? No. Of course not. No. Where can uh, people get your, where can people get your course? Um, my course is currently not available. It is uh, being delivered to the current cohort. It'll be opened again in a few weeks. And if they want to go to my website at readytospeak.com, it's already the number two, speak.com. They can sign up and, and uh, get a free download of this, uh, of my uh, cheat sheet that's about doing online presentations. And I will notify them when the course is open. The course is only open for a very small amount of time because when the course is running, I want to make sure that I am taking care of the people that are within the course and I'm not uh, uh, dealing with a lot of uh, marketing and a lot of uh, uh, launching uh, paraphernalia. So it's only open for a very limited time. Got it. So here's my my thing, yeah, I, and I understand if Tom Nixon disagrees with this whole thing. But Matt, I, I, what did you do with those? You know, fifty are good. What did you do with those two hundred and fifty other videos? They're gone. Oh my gosh, <laughs> they would be up. That's two hundred and fifty videos. Burn them with fire. I mean, that's insanity. It's not who you know. It's who knows you. You got two hundred and fifty. Two hundred and fifty no. things that you could be. You know, pummeling all over social no, media, you're but instead wrong, you're you're a secret agent in your no, house. Dan, you're wrong. I coach people on becoming better at presentations. If I give them a crappy presentation, then I'm just shooting myself in the foot. I have to have a certain standard of excellence. I have I coach and also and here's more. the other thing, Dan. I have to live with myself. I have to put out material that I feel is worthy of who I am and the quality that I stand for. 
So I disagree. We have a special guest that we want to pull on for a minute uh, because I think they, they'll be able to bring some really good uh, discussion to here uh, to this whole thing because coronavirus is affecting uh, public speaking. Uh, for sure. And I've got a couple of, uh, of folks here that I want to join. And this is Carlos and Catherine Green of Power Couples Rock. Hey. Say hello. I've heard so much about you. <laughs> and, I've sub- and I've subscribed to your uh, podcast. By the way, did you subscribe to mine? Yeah, yes, we did. I, I think you're lying. I don't believe you. It. Know, you know, I would, you know, I'm going to do that. Okay. I listen to all of them. Oh, well, really? I can't say I listen to all of them. But. Okay. Well, you're well, listen, still young. Carlos and Catherine have a wonderful um, ministry that empowers married couples, and they do events all over the country. They go out on cruises. They do a, a lot of different thing to, things to build that community of, uh, of married couples. And so I felt it was like a good idea because this is obviously affecting their business public speaking and, and whatnot. So, um, Carlos, Catherine, if you would just, you know, maybe give us a, a, you know, like the, the quick thing on, on, on the business, uh, that, that you guys do and, and maybe how, how coronavirus is, is affecting everything. Well, let me just say first is bringing couples closer together. I'll tell you that because they get to spend a lot of time with each other now because they're too afraid to go out. So. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that can be good or not so good. Yeah. That's right. That's extra cuddle time, right? Yeah. We may have a baby bubble here soon. Okay. But I think for us, I think for us, what happened was we've got several workshops and retreats and intensives that were scheduled and we were scheduled to go to St. Simon Island the first week in April. And because of this coronavirus, uh, we just got word that they had canceled the workshop and retreat for us. So not that we were going for the money or anything like that, but we're seeing the impact of how this situation is impacting our business at this point. We've got a couple of other workshops and retreats that are actually happening. So we're just kind of standing by just to kind of see what's going what's going to happen. But what we would love to get from you all is if we can't do the workshop and retreat where they invite us to come in and do the workshop and seminar and we have our materials, how would you all suggest that we possibly do something online? How would it look for us to hold that workshop and retreat online with couples for a certain number of hours? and make it interactive, engaging, and worth their time to be on an online workshop or intensive with us. Yeah. Well, Tom Nixon, that's all you. That's all me. Um, Do you have a a script or a workflow or a a workbook or something that's established uh, that you'll walk people through this process that you take them through? We do. We have. Okay. It's pretty standard, but we do make it. Uh, we do make it per- customize it and personalize it for the group that we're presenting to. Okay. Uh, well, so I, I would think the first thing you would want to do is to make the mental commitment that you're going to get this so that it's portable, so that it's deliverable on a remote basis. Mm-hmm. Then uh, you want to. Possibly talk to the meeting planners, the people who are, are meeting your, uh, who are organizing your meeting. 
especially if you have a relationship with them, if you can talk to them, say, what's going on in your business? Are you looking at virtual meetings? Are you interested in having the same content that we deliver on a highly interactive, very, very well put together um, online presentation that would take the, uh, the, the couples who are there or take the couples in their, in, 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 at their home, take mm-hmm. them through exactly the process that you're going to. So you need to explore how that's going to work, how, that, how that, the uh, organizer might put that together. So they might, um, and it might not work for this next go around. It might be something that they have to do some serious planning to. But believe me, if they're not thinking about putting their meeting into a virtual space, they're going to go down faster than anybody else. Mm -hmm. Everybody in this business is thinking, how do I get everything I'm doing online and make Mm -hmm. money at it or make it successful? So So I got the answer. I would partner up. I would partner up with your planners and get their feedback first. So you can kind of strategize how you want to go ahead with that. Okay. All right. And there's places right around here. Actually, Tom, uh, Rich Hard Studios would be more than happy. And they have a great, you know, great setup. You have your people at home. Uh, you know, you, you print out your, your same uh, handouts that you would give to everybody, mail it to them. They need to have a hard copy. Tom Nixon will make a PowerPoint presentation. So it'll be on the screen much better, all graphically designed the whole thing. So you have, they'll have it in their hands. You also have it on the screen that you can go through them, but you guys need to be in a place, um, like a, a that that's well functioning as far as the camera and everything. Yes. You guys need to be in a meeting place. You guys need to be on stage where it looks like a, a house or something like that, where you're on chairs and doing the stuff. So they're actually watching a show, not just right. you in your house doing a little mm-hmm. workshop, like a pro multi. Yeah. Pro, and like the whole thing. Yeah, exactly. And you do it right with camera angles all over the place, coming in, coming out, zooming. You need a pro like, uh, have you ever heard of a guy named Chris stone? I think the um, especially if you're going longer than an hour, if you're like a half day or an all day workshop, Correct. you need to mix it up. Sitting and staring into your computer screen for two hours uh, yeah. with, with my spouse sitting next to me as much as I love her. I don't think she could put <laughs> up with me for that amount of time. So uh, and maybe you need to create smaller modules. Maybe you need to, uh, like like these folks said, have multiple cameras have higher production values. I think that you probably could get away uh, initially with where you are right now in this, in this situation you're in, but you have to do something to mix it up a little bit. Like I say, a, a six-hour uh, full-day workshop where you're having people uh, in, in, in person in a room and they're talking to each other and they're, they're, they're mixing up. Maybe they're, they're, they're doing a, a, a one-on-one with somebody else and then they're, they're talking with this group over here. That's exciting stuff. You are going to have to replace that somehow with with uh, creating uh, a, a different pace, a different uh, uh, things that that you have them do and have them engage with to keep things moving and keep things engaging. You'll learn a thousand times. This is like, like this is in sales. This is in life. This is in speaking. This is in anything. You'll learn a thousand times more by doing it. Then you will try to figure out how to do it. Right. So, uh, here, here's your jump in and do it. Here's your. Here's your uh, your charge for today, okay? Okay. Book a date. Okay, I'm writing it down. Are you, are you relying on um, a, a meeting uh, planner or an organization to host your 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 uh, workshop? Well, not we. Or were you we, self-hosting it? 
Typically, we do rely on them to do it. Uh-huh. However, if there's another way, because we we have hosted our own um, okay. workshops, retreats, okay. and seminars, so that's a possibility, which is why I like you this wanna, route, because it yeah. doesn't depend solely on them. Right. You might want to explore doing that uh, doing that yourself. Um, uh, going, uh, and, and, and you know, you're going to start off probably small. I don't know if you've got a big mailing list. I Hopefully you've been capturing mailing lists as you've been going along. You might start off small. You might just get 10 couples on your, your retreat. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever that might be, do it. Put yourself Thank out you. there. Go for it. Um, record it. Make sure you record it. Make sure you watch it and do a debrief. Understand what went well, what went wrong. Fix it. Put it back out there. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Because mm-hmm. this requires you to be... to to take action. Yeah. I know you disagree with that. You Dan wants you to sit around and just think about it, right, Dan? Uh, Dan, Dan, Dan says uh oh, what's what's your phrase? Ready, fire, aim. Is that yeah. is that your uh yeah or fire ready aim. Who yeah. knows? Someone's getting shot. Yeah. The business success belongs to the bold. It That's really does. Uh, you, right. you gotta jump in and do it. And oh, success so. loves speed as well. Um, yes. So there's a comment here from Fuse. Uh, there's online summit programs like Hoppin and Hey Summit. I'm not familiar with these. Um, that might work well for you. So okay. we'll, uh, we'll take note of that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you've got a whole yeah. new world you've got to become proficient at. You've got to um, jump in, learn about these programs, learn about these platforms, learn about the differences in how you deliver. And uh and go for it but you're going to put yourself ahead of everybody else just mm. the standards are so low on these online presentations that if you make yours a little bit more dynamic a little bit more engaging you're going to stand out among everybody else so yeah. there's a great yeah. opportunity uh-huh. yeah and i know those i think we Thank should you so much and on that, that's exactly right. This whole coronavirus thing, if you could really, and I, I know it's hard for people, but if you can really look at this as, as your best opportunity, I mean, this is a great opportunity for people to get in the stock market at a lower price. It's the yeah. best opportunity to buy a house at low rates. It's the, there's a lot of good opportunities out here. You just got to look for those because the rest of society is going to pummel you with all the hell. You just got to get away from that and just look at the, look at the opposite. All right, Carlos and Catherine, thank you so much for joining. Power Couples, everybody go to powercouplesrock.com. They've got a podcast that uh, just crushes. Uh, the DJ is, 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 is fast on, on their heels, though. All right, thank you. Take care, you guys. Thank right. you. Nice talking to you. So this is a good point here from Tim's, and which uh, StreamYard allows you to do that Zoom does not, which is you can get on and just record yourself and then download it. Um, so you can practice using the platform and without even going live across all the platforms like right. you're doing right. and, and do some screen sharing and, you know, like we did pregame. So, um, that's a, that's another advantage to, uh, to stream Biggest sales mistake you can make is not, not hit the streets. Hide. Yeah. The big, yeah. Oh, that's, I, I'll use that better. The biggest mistake you made is hide. You mm-hmm. don't have coronavirus yet. So you're still healthy right now. Go out there and pound. <laughs> That's it. We're still working on it. That's yeah, it. I, I absolutely agree. I think I, I, I think uh, what I, I think you can have a, um, a a day or two of feeling sorry for yourself that your business has been totally uh, decimated. Then get up and get moving because uh, there's That's a big it. world out there.
There we go. That's America. Tell us one more time uh, how to get your stuff, Tom Nixon. Readytospeak.com. Ready, the number two. Two, two. Yeah. Speak.com. Go there. You can sign up and, and uh, download my um, my uh, pre- online presentation cheat sheet. I'll put you on my mailing list and I'll send you all sorts of cool stuff every now and then and some great offers for how to uh, engage with me, get my online course. And that's me. There I am. All right. Good deal. Thank you so much, everybody. All right, guys. Thank you. Hey, guys, it's Dan Jordan, the Deej. People call me the sales energizer. The reason is I'm a speaker, I'm a coach, I'm a trainer. But most of all, what I do and what I'd love to do is come to your business to do a kickoff sales training meeting. Your salespeople will love it. They'll love your company even more. You'll love it because there'll be more production. And to top it off, you get to meet the Deej. So go ahead to danjordan.com and contact us for speaking ideas. We'll rock and roll. And remember to subscribe to my YouTube channel. Follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and whatever else you can think about. We'll see you next time. Go get them. Well, if your sales team sucks and you don't know what to do, call Deej, 678 910 Call Deej, 678